It's a tale as old as time, Ross having issues with one of the most classic Disney films. We're talking Beauty and the Beast on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and become human again. Ugh. God, don't you wish you could just say that to the president? (laughs) I love uh, when people are uh, try to be cool and like bringing the world together like that, but they just sound terrible. But this person does not sound terrible. (laughs) Did I just make everybody turn off the podcast? Who knows? <laughs> but uh, my guest today, uh, she is a comedian and soon-to-be podcaster. Maybe we'll talk about it. We probably won't. But <laughs> it's Gabby Loveland. <laughs> Hello. Thank you so much for coming. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we've been sitting in my really hot apartment. And uh, we, we've been talking for like 40 minutes before we started recording. So we could have had freezing cool air on us the whole time right but uh we done goofed but yeah um we're doing okay <laughs> um <laughs> but uh today is like a heavy hitter of an episode um we're talking about beauty and the beast yes. this is and uh because i don't really look through the episodes because we have a hundred something at this point but i can't think of any like disney renaissance movie that we've done like mm. you could argue that um, like Lilo and Stitch was at the tail end of it. Right. But I, this is like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, first of all. Thanks. Um, I'll give you a trophy later. Uh, ooh. Uh, but tell me, tell me a little bit about what uh, kind of drove you with Beauty and the Beast. So I was obsessed with Beauty and the Beast from the time that I was a kid. Like it was very formative for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in so many ways, but one of the the most important things for me was I fell in love with the movie and it made me want to read books. And so that's why I feel that's like so it's nice. such a, yes, it's such a good, good story because here you have this female character who um, enjoys reading. That's one of her passions. And she also, um, personality-wise does what feels right to her regardless of what the people around her think about it. And that just spoke to me from a young age because I was extremely introverted, shy, like hide behind your mom's legs kind of shy. And people don't believe that when I say that now. They're like, you're so extroverted. (laughs) No, but I am. I have to like go home and like shut off and like not. Oh, no, I get that. Yeah, Yeah, like I I think people get the same uh, assumption about me because I – talk every week for an hour with somebody but but yeah it's like I after I mean now that I'm I have a job where I'm actually interacting with people in the real world like yeah the idea of like actually coming home and decompressing is such a real thing that I didn't think was a thing no it's it's so important um but yeah so I was really shy when I was little and I was kind of like my own little nerd and so that that meant so much to me um and i remember i watched recently (laughs) there was a home video that my dad took on my first day of third grade and he's got his camcorder and i've got my book bag on and my little like um headband and i'm all excited to go to school and he's like gabrielle 
what do you want for your first day of third grade? And I was like, I want to be a princess and read by myself. Like, that's how important this was to me. And I had like a, like the actual little golden, you know, Halloween costume. And my mom let me wear whatever I wanted. So I wore that to the bowling alley, to the grocery store, (laughs) like everywhere. I was a dork about it. And, um, I've, that's been the one role, like, I have always, always, always wanted to play is to be Belle in something. Um, so I actually auditioned twice to be a character in Disney, to be a Disney princess. Oh. Yeah. And I found out the second round that I was too tall. So they basically want people, they want women that are about the same size so they can put you in different outfits. So if they need a bell for today, they can put you in this costume. Oh, okay. And it's more uniform. So like the, it's weird. Like the men are all, a cert, have to all be a certain height. The women are all about a, the same height. And then the fairies are a smaller height that they cast. Do, so. Hmm. So potentially you could have been a prince? I, I'm, I'm not tall enough to be oh. one of the... I know. I do love playing a guy on stage. Like, I just find that so much fun. Yeah, and I, I like... Well, because we, we've improvised for a couple months together, and mm-hmm. I... Actually, yeah, you you default a lot to being, like, the same kind of guy, just like, uh, like you do that <laughs> voice. Um, and then I, I seem to always default to being, like... Um, a frazzled wife. <laughs> like I'm always, I'm always like on my last straw with my husband. Right. I'm like, I can't do this anymore, Rick. Yeah. Um, so who knows what that says about us? I don't know. I do like to play. Well, I've, it's funny. My friend said to me the other day, I was talking about uh, my younger brother and he was like, it's so funny to me that no matter what you're talking about with him, you always do an impression like every time you say that he said something you do an impression of him mm-hmm. and it's always this big like oh he doesn't necessarily sound that ofy but i always make him sound like he's like really really dumb <laughs> and then you know it's a little bit different for my mom she's got this high-pitched kind of voice that i always do for her um but yeah so i i love to play like a like a macho like hey everybody's gay kind of guy <laughs> i just find that so much fun <laughs> Yeah, I I think like I default I do, like that house, that like wife character voice ends up kind of being like my mom a lot. Yeah, like, haven't didn't you meet my mom? I've met your mom twice. I've talked to her a little bit each time, but it's always after a show, and I'm yeah. always like, it's like not a, like I very it's much. It's not like a like, sit down conversation. Yeah. It's like oh, it's so great to you know perform with Ross. Yeah, he's the best. Okay, we agree on that. Yeah, like I do a very stereotypical <laughs> Jewish voice because she is a giant Jewish stereotype, <laughs> so it works out. Mom, yeah. If she, I was about to say, if you're listening, she's not listening. So uh, yeah, <laughs> take that, mom. Um, <laughs> you don't fully support me. <laughs> <laughs> So, so would you say that Beauty and the Beast, that, so that was, this was your, like, that was your go-to Disney movie? Yeah, 100%. And um, I have not, I've boycotted watching Frozen. I still haven't seen it after all this time. And uh, it's because I would go on Pinterest right when it was coming out, and all these moms would be like, oh my god, it's the first, it's the first Disney movie where the characters are independent, the female characters are independent, and... That just like, annoyed the crap out of me. And also, like, the 
there are all these posts online where it's like, yeah, that's not true. If you remember a lot of these Mulan, movies. where she saved a dynasty? Come yeah. on. Well, because it's like a lot of them end up with like the prince and the princess getting married or something. Right. But like the actual movie itself, like, uh, oh, well, this came out later, but like Moana. Right. She doesn't marry anybody. Yeah, she's, she's a, chief. a child. Yeah. <laughs> also. Um, <laughs> I love that movie because she's independent. She does what she wants and she becomes a chief. It's great. Yeah. Um, but even in Frozen, I mean, I didn't watch it, but there's, you know, a love interest, right? Like that Hans guy or there's something. There's Hans, and like, I don't want to spoil anything. But... Oh, because I'm not going to watch it, but go ahead. Unless they okay. turn the characters gay, then I'm in. I'm going to watch the first one, and find, and then I'll watch yeah, the second one. Hans fucks those, like, uh, uh, like rock trolls. <laughs> He's like, yes, this is great. Um, well, so I, I kind of feel you. I, I think I saw Frozen in theaters, but... I feel like it got caught up in the hype machine, kind of like how Hamilton was. And, like, I railed on Hamilton a couple times in this podcast. Really? But, like, I've come around because it's, like, when when everybody's talking about the same pop culture touchstone, and it's, like, you don't, we all know. Like, we can all just have a fun conversation. Right. But, like, I don't want to hear you, like, trying to sell me right. on it. And, right. like, people were going nuts for Frozen. Yeah. And for this podcast, I've watched... Um, I finally saw Tangled and I've watched Moana and like I think both of those are altogether stronger movies but like Frozen was just the perfect cocktail and it's also it is good right I've seen like maybe someday I'll talk about it on this podcast yeah I've seen clips of it like here and there but I've never and obviously I've heard let it go like I know the words to let it go that's how big it was but um and it was it is a little bit like I love Idina Menzel and Adele Dazeem you mean yes that's it that's what I was hoping you would go there do you, or um, do you know what your Adele Dazeem name is no I don't I don't know why but I remember it after all these years and my <laughs> Ross Wiseman if said by John Travolta was Ryan Waleson <laughs> <laughs> it's like cool I'll take it all right um uh, but sound like a guy who would sell mattresses for some reason um thank you yep that's that's what that, i picture you know that's a noble profession uh i'll take it <laughs> um even though when i went to buy a mattress before i moved into my apartment um it was a sad store because like because i guess the mattress <laughs> industry is not that like profitable so they had like, right one guy working at a time oh. he's sitting in like the back corner on, in his desk and he's like <gasps> i hear a ring-a-ding of the door opening um, a person. It's a real live person. Someone we, to talk to do you today. Do you want to sit on a mattress? <laughs> um, what were you saying about Frozen? Oh, I was talking about oh, you're not how. Gonna see it. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Unle- again, unless yeah, they, they turn the characters. Because that's a whole debate they've been well, they having, say, right? Yeah, they think that like Elsa's maybe gay. And I'm like, okay. Um, Who cares? Yeah. Um, so Hans, um, Kristen Bell's love interest, he turns out to be evil. Oh, and then ho, ho, and then ho. she ends up with um ice guy, ice guy. There's like a guy that cuts ice. Oh, okay, and he's like, yeah, I cut ice. Okay, go help you, Princess Anna. Yeah. Um, and then Olaf the snowman is kind of annoying. Yeah, but it's more just because it's Josh Gad, so everybody's like, okay, we'll let him do his thing, and then we'll go on with our lives. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I I think enough time has passed that you can and. You know, Frozen 2 is coming out, so I think you have time where you can just kind of, like, sit and watch it, and you can have your own opinion, and 
if you're like, oh, I don't like Frozen, people could be like, oh, that's fine. It came out a couple years ago and right. whatever. But no, people still, um, when I say that, they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's stupid. Like they get these Pinterest moms who are probably all work at work from home yeah. moms or, and, or, or probably or, you know have accidentally started listening to this podcast yeah think it's gonna be something else yeah um those pinterest moms you know they found someone they lo- like it's just the idea that like oh well uh these other princesses who were fiercely independent because they ended up with a guy yeah. that somehow takes it away from them it's just silly to me um but so I, I was kind of annoyed by all that. I was like, Belle read books, took care of her father, didn't care what anybody said, didn't marry that jerk. She instead married the beast. Mulan saved the dynasty. Like, it, you know. And Lilo um, is compassionate to all living creatures and stopped an intergalactic incident from How happening. old is Lilo supposed to be? I want to say that she's like, nine or ten yeah that's what that would make sense that sounds about right i love that that movie came out when i i think when i was five and yeah it was the perfect age for me to see that i love that movie so much yeah i haven't seen any of the other ones i don't right think. plus the other thing is you got to keep in mind um most of these disney princesses or you know heroin <laughs> characters <not> real. <laughs> they're they're 15 years old they're 16 years yeah. old you find me a straight girl who is 15 or 16 that isn't obsessed with boys and uh i'll be like oh okay well i know uh <laughs> plenty of queer people so i take you up on that challenge um uh but let's let's talk beauty and the beast so i feel like uh the because everybody knows the story of Beauty and the Beast. Right. So I don't think we have to do like a recap and be like, ah, this is what happened what minute happened. by minute. That's what happened in the <laughs> movie. And I like the movie. Um, but I think the we can just kind of touch on some of the, oh, we keep bumping knees. We keep bumping um, knees. Cute. Adorbs. Um, instead of footsie, kneesy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we can just kind of talk about the big glaring things in the movie. And mm-hmm. because you're such a big fan I'm curious if you can kind of like uh, let it go to quote Ah. So here's my always my big thing with this movie. Right. Why why were why was the beast's servants and like staff also punished? It's kind of like a why do bad things happen to good people thing. I don't know. That's a really good question. I haven't really I never really gave that much thought. Um they're like civilian casualties. Yeah. The, I, the warlock at the beginning of this movie is uh, committing war crimes. I guess, uh, you know, co-conspirators? I don't know. Yeah. Because they, they do have like a sympathy towards the beast. Like Lumiere is like, right. oh, that's just how he is. He's a grumpy guy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I like Lumiere. Being, thank you. Um, <laughs> I do a great Jerry Orbach any time of day. Yeah. Um, uh, but like... Yeah, everybody in the movie seems to kind of be like, yeah, that's just him. I'm like, I don't think they're being paid, but at the same time, I guess, like, they're cups. So they're well, not going well, to get employment you know, elsewhere. At that point in time, probably just they, they're they living there. That's that's their payment. I don't know. Yeah. And, like, Chip got caught in it, and he's just Mrs. Potts' kid. Right, but I guess thematically how weird would it be if everybody else's furniture and then there's just like a, a normal five-year-old walking around but it also sucks that like this <laughs> happened on like bring your kid to work day. right right um also i th- i do think that chip is one of the most annoying characters ever 
Oh, he's so cute, though. Yeah, but like, I've seen, I think I've seen Beauty and the Beast twice, like the stage version. And I just find him annoying because however he's played on stage, it's always like high-pitched, loud, and intrusive. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like a kid? You mean like all children? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I've met kids that ask like intelligent questions and he's just like, because Mrs. Potts is like, there's something there that wasn't there before. What do you mean, Mama? It's like, there's a human lady here. What do you think, Chip? <laughs> go to, go fucking sleep in that cupboard. Well, that's the age where kissing is ew. Yeah, but he gets it. Maybe not. Whatever. When I was a kid, I knew about sex. I never had the talk officially. Maybe that explains things. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Tweet at me if you think I should have had the talk with my parents and if I should do it now for an episode of Kid Place. <laughs> We've reviewed the talk. We've reviewed the talk. <laughs> we we do like a doll demonstration. It'll be great. But yeah, um, it, is there a character that you do not like in this movie? Um, No, even Gaston is perfectly Gaston. Like he's a perfectly narcissistic villain. Yeah, is it weird if I say LeFou is one of my favorite characters? I know. Because he's... I am LeFou. <laughs> I am the fool. No, he, there's, you know. I'm just flopping around saying, side... yeah, yeah. A little Ophi sidekick is nice. Yeah. Um, and he he's lo- loyal and devoted mm-hmm. to Gaston, mm-hmm. the man that eats an, an insane amount of eggs. Five insane, dozen, I, I believe. I think... When I was a kid, uh, I ate five dozen eggs every morning so I could be This trivia strong. question, and I, I'm, my memory's not great right now, but I I remembered it then. I can't remember I, what it I is I feel now. like it's five, because I think six is too even. That's the only song where the lyrics from the movie I get I get a little bit mixed up with. The rest of them well, I know... Because it's just like a list of shit Yeah, it's that a happens. list of things. But then I guess, I guess <laughs> that's what Be Our Guest is yeah. also. But there's like an order to it. It's right. all about food. And he's just like, I can Try eat the a lot of eggs. stuff. It's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. <laughs> Please don't eat on us. <laughs> Ooh, here's a question. Mm. If you had to be cursed because your master was an asshole, um, what, would you, <laughs> what would you want to be turned into? I always liked the um, armoire, the dresser. Oh, yeah. I liked her, her character. Oh yeah, because she she she's kind of she has, like, got a little, little attitude, and she's spitting out outfits. She's like, you know, I thought that was yeah. fun. I think it's fucked that the ottoman is a dog. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just like, I don't like that. <laughs> well, like, don't put your feet on a dog. I feel like the dog would be least affected by that. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's weird. I asked that question without having an answer. Honestly, I think, I think being. Lumiere being a candelabra would be very nice Mm because like because he has the ability to like light himself whenever he wants which okay Um, (laughs) but I think that's not because I'm not a fan of the dark Mm. Uh, I'm not afraid of the dark necessarily but I'm just kind of like uneasy about like the things that lurk in the shadows um and if I were Lumiere (laughs) <laughs> was that meows or are you trying to do the twilight zone i was song? doing like quiet i didn't want to interrupt you but it just okay. kind of came to my brain i was like <laughs> it's a podcast the... you're supposed to interrupt i don't know uh it's like wait wait don't tell me except you don't say anything useful <laughs> <laughs> you're just like wait wait let me tell a joke um uh but yeah um i think yeah i think being lumiere and kind of being able to just like show 
light and darkness. But he's so is charismatic and yeah. Oh my god, there's if like could... a you know an air of sexiness about him in the feather duster too. Yeah. You've seen me off mic. Yeah. I'm not good at having like casual conversations, which is bad because that's what my job is. <laughs> but like, I'd love to have that swagger and confidence and know how just being like, here, let me show you oh, around. Ho, ho. I don't necessarily need the accent, even right. though. Oh, I would love to have an accent. Yeah. Um, Do you ever think about that, like having kids and just doing an accent in front of them so that they have an accent? Is that like a weird, bad thing to do? I, you know, I, I think the, the consistency would be difficult. Yeah. It's not true to who you are. At some point when they piss you off, that what? accent is the first what thing to do. What are you doing right now? Right. Um, Perfect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's... um. <laughs> Speaking of accents, accents, that's the thing that kept me from watching. Well, one of the things that kept me from... I didn't watch the... I haven't seen the live action one. And it just kind of annoyed me that, like, here's a movie made by Americans. So, like, in the you know, the animated one, they, a yeah. lot of them have American accents. Um, set in France. <laughs> okay. And Emma Watson has a British accent still. And I'm like... She's being oh, okay. paid millions of dollars. And also, like I did millions of dollars, and I didn't she's see her very talented. To it, but I feel like I've heard that like she isn't a fantastic singer. No, it's definitely. I feel like it sounds very auto tuned. What I have heard, um, and <laughs> Bell featuring T Pain. <laughs> yeah, wee <laughs> Bell's coming home with me. <laughs> that's uh-huh. a that's a book singing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch it for that was one of the big ones and then I was also like if that bothers me already and I've only seen the previews yeah. it could really ruin it for me. Also a CGI beast. I know I know I don't have a perfect solution in my head about how they would have like, gone I think about that. would have looked weird. Right. I wonder. I mean they're they're co their companies together. Mm-hmm. Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, they would have to work to make it not look like like a bear. Right, right. <laughs> like Fozzie Bear. But I think there could have been a way to do that. I'm always a big fan of like using practical effects and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I also get because like it's such an iconic movie, they're trying to like make it look as real as possible. Yeah. Um, Which honestly, the only one so far that I think is interesting to see live action is Lion King. And mm-hmm. like, I I was just talking to that's definitely one of the today. best ones. And I, I mean, I, I don't know when it's coming out, but I mean, I think I'm gonna see it. The Lion King live action one? Yeah. That, didn't, didn't they already, oh, no, no. no. Well, it's also They've already released, action. they released the soundtrack. Right, and who's in it. They haven't released the movie yet, right? Yeah, I think the movie's coming in, in the next month. Also, live action Mulan is gonna come out next year. That could be, because I think. I think that will be so cool. because well, Lion King and Mulan, they have. Like real stakes, because like one the really classic, more traditional fairy tales, like you need the animation to kind of make it seem fantastical. Because in right. the real world, like Snow White isn't that fun, even though they're never gonna do Snow White. She has such a creepy voice, by the way. I'm wishing, and I'm looking for. That's good. That's really good. Thank you. You should. Inc- I don't know how to incorporate that into your stand-up. <laughs> like, you guys ever notice how Snow White is a weirdo (laughs) (laughs) she just has such a creepy voice in the movie i don't i don't remember who they casted for the 
the character for that. Um, Snow. Oh wait, no, wasn't that uh, Kristen Stewart, Snow White and the Huts and the Huntsman? Oh yeah, I saw parts of that. Uh, I didn't see the whole thing. Yeah, I think it's just... I'm not a huge case stew person. You, you know, kind of like how a story is like, oh, that warrants a remake. Because, like, Disney could have easily just done, like, a re-release of some kind. Right. And been like, oh, we remastered it or something, and we all would have been like, cool. Like, that was that's the fun. first um, animated movie to be released. Did you know that? Snow White and the yes. Seven Dwarfs? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, not to, not to brag, but uh, I know but a I, lot of Disney But plans. I know random Disney trivia. Yeah. What well, was the first, uh, it was the first, yeah, it was the first feature length. Um, it took like three or four years to make it. Yeah, that um, sounds about right. And the actress that played Snow White, she had a really fucked up contract with Disney where she basically like couldn't really do any other work because like they wanted to preserve her voice as Snow White. Right. So like she didn't really get credited for it. That's so weird. Yeah, it's really messed up. But um, wah, wah, we wah, wah. we live and learn. <laughs> and now it's just like, hey, now this princess is voiced by right. uh, Carmen Electra. Yeah, not her. Somebody relevant. Right. Um, why was that the first person I thought of? God, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I've got disaster movie on the brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but and I think Beauty and the Beast, you. I get the impulse to want to do like a live action CGI version. Cause it's like, Oh, like we can mm-hmm. show all of these like figurines, like interacting in real life, kind of like a toy story type right. thing. But I feel like it just didn't really click. And the, the thing that, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to just say the biggest pull for me to want to watch it is Josh Gad as LeFou because yeah, there's a lot I, of Josh Gad talk this yeah, episode yeah I love 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 me some uh, Bear Claw from New Girl I don't know if you okay. watched New Girl but yeah, yeah. he's like he's just like a little character that comes in and then he's like I'm, I yeah, can't do it a Josh Gad it just becomes Whitey from A Crazy Night yeah <laughs> that's such a fun one to do yeah my hand is in your mouth kitty but I don't feel no teeth <laughs> Um, That's a technical foul. And possibly a homicide. And then I'm your, the <laughs> wife of Whitey, whatever her name was. Dolores, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Is I it forget. Dolores? It could Is be. Is that a poll from when I was like six years old and saw that movie? Oh, man. Um, it made me feel old. But, but the, thing that, the thing that pissed me off the most about the... Um, live action Beating the Beast is how everybody was hyping it up. And even Disney itself was like, this is the first like gay kid. Like, LeFou is gay. Oh, and it was just like, I didn't even pick up on that because well, I tried to like ignore. I was like, I don't want to. I'm not, I'm not a, a subscribed to this. Yeah. And like, I didn't watch it, but apparently all that happens is like LeFou like dances with a guy for a sec. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. But he's a man. He's a little man. But it's like that, I, it's like like, I, get, I, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I get, like, very annoyed and tired of, like, people trying to call, like, every little thing, like, oh, that's, that's like, a gay thing. And I understand, like, for people... Well, the kids aren't going to even notice it. Yeah, but <laughs> like, the best if, it was, part. if it was, like, a legit thing or something, like, okay, like, I totally 100% stand by visibility. But when it's just, like, oh, like, we're just going to call that character gay. Right. And just, like, move on. Or or people are going to, like, be like, that character's gay because usually it's, like, because he's not a traditionally masculine guy and he's kind of goofy. Well, have you gone back and watched, rewatched the movies you love as a kid? Because there's a lot of adult... Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, but I'm talking about, like, Shrek. 
Well, I did. Uh, I'm talking about like Shrek and stuff like that. Like when you watch that when you were younger, there's a lot of jokes that yeah. are just nicely laced in there. And so if I missed all those as a kid, I'm definitely not picking up on like that guy could be gay. And gay. Like, like who and cares? Like, uh, and like in Finding Dory, how they were like, oh, there's a there's a lesbian couple. And it was like two seconds of like I watched like, it as an adult and next, I missed that entirely. Like they were standing next to a stroller or something. Yeah. Um, and Disney was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's like, just if you want to have a gay character, do it. Like, just you don't have to make it a big thing. Like, I didn't mind that whole thing in Avengers Endgame where the like how Joe or Anthony Russo, whichever, was in it. And he was like, yeah, I went on a date with a guy for the first time, like since the snap. And like, it was hard. And I enjoyed it, but people were like, really? That was the only, that was the first gay character in Marvel? And I'm like, I I don't know, guys. Who cares? I, I nobody, didn't, nobody wins. I I'm waiting I for, like, a rainy weekend to watch all of those. Because I, like, didn't, I missed the first couple um, Avengers movies. And then oh, they sorry. just started, they just started piling up. And I was just like, I, this is a lot. Yeah. I felt overwhelmed by it. I did see uh, Captain Marvel, but that was because I didn't really know... That it was part of the Avengers thing, but it was still a really good movie. Oh, some lady. I was like, oh, cool. This is part of the thing that I haven't paid attention to that everybody talks about. Um, yeah, but- I, I like with my now ex, like we went to see Avengers Endgame, and that was like I think the fifth of uh like Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe movie that I'd seen. So I just like read an article of just like, okay, here's what I need to know. Here's what an Infinity Gauntlet is. Yeah, but I could definitely pick up on like I went with um. Uh, B Meg, the mid- <laughs> Brian, the um, uh, he's a magician. He's a comedy magician, and he's like real into all that stuff. And I could pick up on the fact that like there were those these big like aha moments that I just didn't understand. Like Samuel L. Jackson comes out, spoiler alert, yeah, and, and, and like, at some point I'm he says Avengers. something that's really like oh my gosh, big reveal. And I was like, I really should have watched <laughs> so that this meant something to me. Um, but yeah, so yeah, back to Beauty and the Beast. Um, back, back to Beauty and the Beast. Here's my other question. Um, did you have a time in your like, do you remember because this movie means so much to you that mm-hmm. you kind of realized or had an epiphany of like, oh, this this is a weird story, like the whole Stockholm Syndrome aspect that people talk right. about, like, or does that is that even really on your radar for it? Well, I mean, I've definitely heard that. Um, but I just, I, it meant so much to me as a child that I'm not going to let those people saying those things destroy it for me. Like, very, very easily, the more time you spend with someone, re- regardless of the circumstances, the more that you tend to get along with them or find yeah. out what you have in common. Um, and... Because it's just, it is like definitely weird circumstances it that is. they are hanging out together. Right. It's <laughs> just hanging out. Um, and for me as a kid... You know, the way they present it, I wasn't so terrified of the beast. Like, I remember movies that I was terrified of as a kid. And I always liked scary movies, so I would watch them again and each time be like, (gasps) like, The Great Mouse Mm -hmm. Detective really freaked me out. That was a scary one with that little bat. (laughs) And then um, Pinocchio was always like, Oh, Pinocchio was a scary one. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Dumbo or Bambi all the way through. I haven't either. I I don't think I have either. Why put myself through that? Yeah. Um, so he he didn't come across as 
quite as menacing as those other characters. Sure. And you sit there and you watch as, you know, she starts to see his softer side and things like that. Because there was something there that wasn't there before. There's something there that wasn't there before. Uh, Hormones. Chip. Trivia question. Do you know the beast's name? Adam. Yep. Yeah. I also was looking into this because it took me a long time to find that. And apparently... It's not in the first movie. It's not the first movie. No. It's not in any of the weird directed video sequels. Mm-mm. The only place that they say it is on a CD-ROM game. Yeah. Which, that's... I don't even know if I had that. I just know that I've spent so much time thinking about it that I found forums. out that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was actually a trivia question a while back. And I was like, they never say it in the movie, though. This is... It's a trick question. Yeah. Because also, it's not... I don't think it's canonically in Disney. Like, they don't really mention it. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that there are three movies and he's just credited as the Beast. Right. Um, Because, I mean, also, in the theme parks, like, no one's like, yeah, let's get a picture with Prince Adam. Yeah, no, it's Who? not. <laughs> it's not widely known. Yeah. Um, And, like, it's also... I'm so curious because Beauty and the Beast was very close to not being a musical whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Disney was like, this sucks. And it is a sad movie. Yeah. So they brought in uh, uh, Hero, Alan Menken, and Howard Ashman mm-hmm. to just spruce it up. And uh, unfortunately, how, I, I feel like we've talked about Howard Ashman before in the podcast. I don't know in what capacity or why, but um, he had AIDS and he died six months before Beauty and the Beast came out. He also mm. did lyrics for Little Shop of Horrors, The Little Mermaid, and he was the one that pitched uh, making a musical adaptation of Aladdin, talking about ah, uh, more live action remakes. Oh, you're familiar. Yes. <laughs> well, I and I didn't do the research, but apparently he wrote several songs for Aladdin, and three of them are in the final movie. Okay. I would I would assume that it would be Prince Ali, Friend Like Me, and I can't think of a third. Oh, and, oh, and uh, A Whole New World? Um, I can't think of any other yeah, songs. There's the, there's that other one where he's he stole the bread, right? There's a song there. Oh, right? um, I'm God, trying to remember what called? it is. I was about to call it Little Town, but that's not right. Um, got it, got it, got it, got I don't think I know ba, the name ba, of that song, ba, but it's like, da, da, da. it's like one step ahead of the church mice yeah. or something like that. Street rat. <laughs> I remember that Still thrown out. I think he's worth it. tasty. Got a little yep. Yeah. Uh, he's got a little It's a um, fun part. Yeah. And this was also, Beauty and the Beast was also the first animated movie to win a Golden Globe for mm-hmm. Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Yes. So good for them. Yeah. It's, it's so great. Um, yeah. And this was right before, this was a couple years still before, like, Best Animated Feature was a category in the Oscars. Right. Um, yeah, it, it it meant so much to me as a kid that I don't consider the Stockholm Syndrome. I just think about all of the, all of the beautiful moments and um, what, I, it's less about the interaction with the Beast for me as it is about her. Yeah, because, like, I mean, the whole reason that she ends up with 
in uh, in the Beast's captivity, quote unquote, is that she's uh, saving her father. Yeah, she's like, no, I'll go. Her dad is like, I'm an old man. Go live your life. Go be derided by the community some right. more. And get some loaves of bread, um, just like Aladdin. <laughs> uh, one step. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like the. I th- no one cares really mm-hmm. about the Beast because he's so kind of boring. Well. Because, I mean, you show him in the beginning of the movie yeah. being mean to him, uh, uh, like a, a little peasant woman. Essentially, he's a spoiled brat, and then some old lady yeah. teaches him a lesson. Hmm, it humbles I, him. Hmm, what? This sounds a lot like the 2016 election. <laughs> oh, God, that would be so awful if someone did, like, Trump is the beast and Hillary Clinton is Belle. Oh, that makes me cringe. Everything about that makes me uncomfortable like, and icky. I mean, it's like you and I, you and I go to so many open mics, so we hear a bunch of boring and bad takes about Trump. Yeah, uh, I don't even touch politics with because it's just I do like everybody's a very subtle doing one, it, but it's also like everyone. There, there's a great episode of the Good Ones podcast, uh, Vulture's like joke podcast, and Anthony Jeselnik was talking about how like. The, like no one has a good Trump take. Like it's all it all feels it's, just bad, and it's not f- comedy. It's just like kind of preachy, and so like right, he'll and do like subtle so little digs or something. Yeah. Like John Mulaney's horse in the hospital is like clever, and it's mm-hmm. like a a decent joke. I mean, but I did love. I haven't watched her whole special yet. But talk I about did, Wanda Sykes, yeah, yeah the, the toilet is, paper bit. That's but at the same time, it's like that's a fun. That's a fun way to make fun of him. Yeah, but it's and yeah, but just like the general, like without going says, into like you have to feel this way about him because I do. Yeah, that's whenever somebody says of, like Cheeto in chief, I'm just like shut. I up. know, I know, or that yeah, that's not a good bit. No. Um, and yeah, neither of us are Trump supporters at all. No. But it's just like a matter of like, like their cri- political criticism. Like you're a stand-up comic in at like a random open mic. You're not The Daily Show. <laughs> well, Colbert is angry enough for the country. Like yes. uh, he's he he can hold all of our. He, if you watch the show now, he is just angry, mm-hmm. and he's he's taken on all of our anger. We don't need to do that. Thanks, Stevie. <laughs> we my, don't need to do that. You're my favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor. <laughs> um, may, ooh, maybe I'll get some tonight. I'm gonna go to the gym and then I'll get a pint of ice cream. Um, <laughs> ooh, uh, <laughs> you trying to tell me something, guy? Uh, uh, <laughs> do you want to hear the the? Two craziest fun facts I found on IMDb. Yes, for this let's movie. hear it. So, the first one is you will never guess this person that auditioned for the role of the Beast. Never in a million years will you guess who this person is. Okay, I'm gonna try. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you three guesses. Three cr- guesses. I w- this is what I want to say. It's okay. I know it's wrong, but I'm gonna do it anyway because Jerry I'll, Orbach I'll is on Law close. and Order. I'm gonna say Sam Waterston. <laughs> No, but that would be great. He was like, I get it. I, I get to the same watch. Being like, you, you're, get, get out. You're going to send. I, I, I can't. It's just very emphatic. But- <laughs> so no, um, I, I you're, you are correct in that it is an, like, just, I guess nowadays. Older just white guy? An older, an older man. Yeah. I'll give you a second guess and I'll tell you if you're closer. Mm, okay. So it's not Sam Waterston. Uh, I'm just going to stick with the Law and Order SVU theme, or Law and Order theme, and go for SVU uh, Elliot Stabler, a.k.a. Staby Baby, a.k.a. Christopher, uh, Christopher Maloney. Maloney. You are colder. Oh, I'm colder. 
But if yeah. you had said a different cast member in Law and Order SVU, I would have said warmer. Oh. Oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, is it the is that that guy that plays uh the captain? Um, no. No. I don't know his name. So the the answer is Regis Philbin. What? That's wild. <laughs> you have to be in prison here in place of your father. Who wants to be a captain? prisoner? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be a man that eats five dozen eggs? <laughs> um, and then. Because uh, IMDb facts are really fun because anybody can write them. Right. So <laughs> so you wrote one and what is it? No, uh, I unfortunately <laughs> did not write this one. But Beast tells to Gaston, get out. Coincidentally, 26 years later, the horror thriller film Get Out came out the same year as the remake of Beauty and the Beast. Both in 2017. Uh, this is the kind of that trivia that, that makes me hate people. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you spend time on that instead of doing literally anything else um i don't even consider that like <laughs> a, a fact, fact or fun <laughs> oh it's uh, just well here is a fun fact all right so um uh we all know the titular song beauty and the beast mm-hmm. um angela lansbury did not think that uh mrs potts should be singing that song right so uh the director asked like can you just like do like one take for us as a fail safe and that's the one that's in the film. Oh, yeah. I do remember Fucking hearing about that. one take Angie. Baller. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you seen any of the, any of the uh, Beauty and the Beast sequels? Um, I remember watching the Christmas one a bunch of times. Yeah. It sounds like I read the descriptions and they it's, are bad. It's like, not as good. But none of the Disney sequels ever were yeah. that good. Like the Pocahontas... Uh, second one, Pocahontas 2 or whatever it's called. I haven't seen any of those. It was really, really, really okay. And I mean, that's how all of them yeah, are. I need to do a month of just like sequel movies. I watched The Little Mermaid one too. That one was probably better out of the sequels. Yeah, because it's like her daughter and that's yeah, like and she's a Melody. You know what? Lion King one and a half is fun. Oh, I don't know if I've watched that one. That's like a... Gildenstern I feel like I've seen and Grant parts of it. Whatever are dead, and it's just like Timon and Pumbaa dicking around behind the scenes. <sighs> Nathan of... Lane is so great in that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, if, I'm trying to remember. Is it Matthew Broderick? No. No, Matthew Broderick plays Simba. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't okay, know who Pumbaa t- is off the top of my head. Pumbaa is. <laughs> I think it might have just been like. Is some it John kind of... Goodman or is it somebody else? No. I want to say it's John Goodman, but I think that's wrong. <laughs> um. That's a good question. I think it was just like a character actor. Okay. Um, so, oops. But now it's going to be Seth Rogen. Oh. Like, <laughs> I'm eating a bug. <laughs> um, okay, so the guy that played Pumbaa is Ernie Sabe- Sabella. Oh, yeah. I would have never remembered that. So, uh, you might know him. Uh, oh, As he- Pumbaa. Oh, he was also in Guys and Dolls. So, probably... Nathan Lane and him worked together on Guys and Dolls. Yeah. He might have been Sky Masterson, so they probably were like, oh, they're a duo. Let's get them together. Mm, so that's fun. That is fun. Um, <laughs> do you want to play a quick game before we leave? Sure. I would so, um, so, direct, or, so every Disney movie, a lot of the main characters, they will have dedicated animators that just work on them. Ooh. So my question is, so the animator that created the Beast, Glenn Keane, he said that seven animals are a part of the beast. Can you guess all seven? All seven. This is like a bad, like a uh, 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 sporkle quiz. 
Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to guess that there's a lion in there. Yep. Um, that there is a ram because of the horns. Um, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give you that because the uh, head of a buffalo. Okay. So same family. Um, two worlds, one family. Uh, okay. So seven. I've got two. Yeah, you got I'm gonna two. guess a bear. Um, you are correct. A uh, body of a bear. Okay. Um, and then the legs make me think um, like centaur, but that's that's half person anyway. Um, so horse. Horse. Yeah. Unfortunately, horse is not one of them. Mm, okay. Also, one of these now. Now that I'm looking at the list, is kind of bullshit. Right. Uh, if it's like frog or something, I'm throwing no, this. No, microphone. no, no. They're uh, they're all like like wild animals that you would right. think. Like none of them are like a surprise, but one is kind of like oh. Eh. Okay, so buffalo, lion. Buffalo, lion. And what was bear. The, and bear. Okay. Um, hmm. It's not a pig. No. Mm, I don't know what else is. So I'll get. Gi- I'll give you. I'll give you them. Okay. So he has the mane of a lion. Right. The beard and head of a buffalo. Okay. The brow of a gorilla. The t- that's okay. Pushing it, the but I get it. The tusks of a wild boar. Okay. The body of a bear. The legs and tail of a wolf, and the one that I think is bullshit, he has the eyes of a human. That is bullshit, the yep. last one, yeah. But you did great. I did all right. Well, the lion, um, the feet could have easily been any Like any animal. hooved thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so you know what? We have a message for you, Disney. You wrong. Make it, make it clearer. Yeah. Hey, idiots. Hey, idiots. No. Uh, no, we would never say such a thing. Is that the whole game or is there more yeah, to it? Yeah, that was it? the whole game. That was the whole game. Woo! You did it. Good job. I got like a, you know, Ross, 45%. Ross planned that. Um, so, <laughs> so now is the part of the podcast where we um, give our ranking. Um, Gabby, you can be as minute, specific with your decimals and numbers as you like. And we will um, average our score together. So um, I'll, I'll let you go first. What what would you like to rate uh, Beauty and the Beast as? Um, the tale that is as old as time. I would I would say that's my number one kid movie. Um, second would have to be. I usually I, a lot of times I want to go by soundtrack, so I'm gonna put Tarzan oh. up there. I've been looking for somebody to do an episode of Kid Flicks that's just the Tarzan soundtrack because I could give uh, two fucks about the movie. Yeah, the movie's okay. The but movie's cute, I, but I, but I Phil listen- Collins takes it up a whole like notch. i'm going to the gym later tonight i've listened to the tarzan soundtrack at the gym and it slaps yeah like two worlds one family when you're like yeah. on the the bike is fantastic right um so <laughs> so i'm gonna do it based on not only movie but soundtrack so uh beauty and the beast tarzan moana aladdin lion king those are my top well, so movies. i need a number <laughs> oh so uh, from zero to five, so I forgot to say that part. I, think. I have to rank them each. No, 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 no just, just beating the, we're just ranking Beating the Beast. Oh, Beating the Beast. Because that's what you came on to okay. discuss today. All right, all right. I was confused for a second. It's okay. My apologies. Um, Shows I would rate it a five because I love it. Yeah, I, I figured as much. I'm going to be a bit more critical. Um, do I like this movie a lot? Yes. Like, I would never watch this on my own, but... When I was a camp counselor, I feel like if the kids wanted to watch Beating the Beast, I'd be like, sure, I'll sing along to it. Mm-hmm. I think you're right on the money that the soundtrack is great, and that's kind of what saves yeah. this movie. 
And because before the soundtrack, this was going to be not a great movie, according to Disney people. And I think the movie itself, I don't really care that much about. It's one of those stories that feels really old, but not in a refreshing way or like a, ah, this old classic way, if that makes sense. Like it's kind of, because I can identify with Belle and her kind of trying to just be a noble person. I don't identify with the Beast. I guess the most I identify with is with Belle's LeFou. fucking dad. Oh, I thought you were going to say LeFou again. I mean, I love LeFou, but I yeah. feel like I'm most like Belle's dad, the eccentric <laughs> doofus uh, inventor. Uh, see, I but don't it's... think you give Belle enough credit. Like, that was so special to me to see a woman that like was who she was, held, held her head yeah. high, and didn't care what anyone else said about it and and i like see the value in that yeah and you know growing up as a boy that didn't really occur to me i wasn't like i can't relate to this because she's a dame but (laughs) it was it was more just like i thought eh this is okay but i'm going to like i'm not giving this a bad score i'm giving uh beating the beast a 4.11 4.11 which crunching the numbers gives beating the beast a total of drum sorry i need to type it into my phone uh but beating the beast we're giving it a 4.555 which puts it let's see in our ranking that puts it right above the incredibles and right below the iron giant so like pretty hallowed territory and i think it does deserve to be there even if it's not the most memorable one for me and not my favorite hmm well, I'm okay I'm happy I'm happy okay to see that? that say I'm happy to see that, but you know. Are you happy? I feel a little bit like you're if roasting. It makes it. you happy. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, <laughs> Gabby, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I know we've had to kind of really figure out how and when to do this, but I'm very glad that you're finally yeah, able to come. Thank you for having me. It's um, been fun. Yeah. Is Is there anything that you would like to plug, or you're still kind of taking it easy? Um, taking it easy for now. I will have some shows in August, but I'll post about them as they come up. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, actually, this coming Wednesday, you can see me at Fergie's Pub in Philadelphia at 7 p.m. for quality control. It's a stand-up Yee. showcase followed by an open mic. I will be doing the showcase part. Maybe I'll stay for the open mic and test some new material. <gasps> new material! Uh, <laughs> and then this Friday, I will be seeing Weird Al in concert. So um, maybe... <laughs> go see Weird Al because yeah, he's go, awesome. Well, I'm very excited because he this is he's doing the Strings Attached tour, which is he's doing music with an orchestra. And I've ah. already seen Ben Folds this year do that. So seeing my two favorite musicians on earth both play with an orchestra is insane. And I'm um, I'm losing my little mind, my little Jewish Do you know mind. how 90s my brain is? You said uh, the Strings Attached tour, so I immediately thought that was a parody of the album No Strings Attached by NSYNC. Um, that was my first. I was like, oh funny. my God, he's just going to parody the whole album. Also, I wish like, I was going. Also, No Strings Attached is just like a phrase. I know, but I know. that was where my head went. Yeah. And also, uh, and also Gabby, as I said before, she's on Xylobone with me, so... Um, you'll eventually see her back on the Xylobone stage with us. Yeah, hopefully. Um, uh, do you do you have like a Twitter or something? I do not. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. Great. Okay, people will find Pe- you. People will hopefully, find uh, me. Hopefully, people Gabby that you Loveland. want to find you. Uh, well, your, your name is on the episode, so uh, we'll we will 
uh, make sure people know who you are. But um, that is, uh, if you can uh, also, if you're listening to this and you're enjoying it, please rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us out. Tell a friend. Uh, Also, review us on Facebook because I realize that's a thing that people can do and I didn't realize (laughs) that um, for things that aren't like restaurants. So feel free to give us a review uh, on Facebook. But that is all for today. We will hear you next week and go, go, gadget and show.